At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We began bet- hour number two of Betting Across America right here on VSIN, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here. And you mentioned to me during the break Florida tied up against who? Samford? Samford, who has with an who, M. Who's not a really, you know, elite FCS team. They actually have a losing record. They're four and five, but the Gators now just into the second quarter. 21 apiece, minus 21 and a half now. The Gators at BetMGM. Total now up to 93 and a half. Boy, uh, the Gators, it has gone south at Florida very quickly for Dan Mullen and Ooh. just all the all the pieces that have been written about Florida. You just look and it's like you think Florida and Georgia are kind of <laughs> like equals and the gap has just widened and widened and widened. I always thought they were just getting the name wrong. I thought it was like Sanford and Son, but it's, yeah. it's Sam Ford with an, with an M. Brett McMurphy knows that because he knows everything. He's the college football insider. I would say arguably the best in the country. That's just one man's opinion. Brett, great to have you on the program. Do you know where Samford is, by the way, Brett? Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. Uh, I was going to say North Carolina. I was dead wrong on that. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, I got to ask you. You got to give kudos to Samford because, you know, they did not look ahead to next week's game against Furman. <laughs> they did not overlook the Gators, and uh, they're, they're doing great. So, they're doing what Samford football does. Yes. That's right. Just win, baby. Brett, let me ask you very quickly. When you look at, obviously, I, you know me, Brad. I'm always fascinated by the college football playoff conversation. Uh, you know, we were just discussing in the last segment that every Tuesday, it's a TV show, right, that they get us and people like me to really watch. 
How much stock should the Cincinnati's put into that, obviously, every week to try to find their pathway to the college football playoff? They did win last night. I think some would say, again, unimpressive in victory. If Brett McMurphy were to make the case for the Bearcats, what would that case be? Uh, I can't, I can't do it with a straight face. I mean, look, they've got, and this is not an anti Cincinnati rant. It's just basically watching football. And, you know, I know you and Wes, you guys are number guys, Cincinnati, maybe like the ninth or 10th best team, according to the power ratings right now, they have two wins. That's two against teams with a winning record. Okay, one of them was Notre Dame. So we're going to put a team in the playoff because they beat Notre Dame and their other eight wins are against teams that are below 500. I just don't think they're that good. I don't think they deserve to be in it. This year's Cincinnati team would be a six-point underdog against last year's Cincinnati team. Everybody wants to give Cincinnati credit for the past seven years saying the group of five got screwed, not get in the playoff. That doesn't matter. This is this year. Ultimately, I think the committee, even though they have Cincinnati up at number five, and you're right about this is a TV show. Please keep people keep that in mind. Next week's show, the show after that, the show after that, it's it's garbage. The only thing that matters is the last ranking when these are official and they're final. Because at that point, they know what it means where they put these teams at. And that's why you look at the first year in 2014. TCU was ranked number three going into the final week. They beat Iowa State 55 to three. They dropped to number six. That's all you need to know about these rankings right now. And the bottom line is Cincinnati does not get in over a one loss SEC team. Cincinnati does not get in over a one loss Big Ten team. Cincinnati does not get in over undefeated Oklahoma, does not get in over a one loss Oregon. I still think they need multiple two-loss teams to even have a shot, and I would even argue that two-loss Bama, if they if they're competitive with Georgia, would deserve to get in over undefeated Cincinnati. Brett, going back to the TV show aspect, one of the things that I've noticed: Oklahoma, not a lot of movement for Oklahoma. Granted, they didn't play last week, but they are down at number eight. But it seems like the consensus is okay. You win against Baylor today, and they're up 7 nothing early second quarter in Waco. You beat Iowa State. You beat Oklahoma State. You go to the Big 12 championship game. You win out. You're going to get in the top four, I think, clearly. But let's say Oklahoma wins out in the regular season. They get a rematch, perhaps, with the Baylor or an Oklahoma State, and they lose in that Big 12 championship game. Keep in mind, we're out of undefeateds, pretty much, unless Georgia runs the table. Do you still think a one-loss Oklahoma gets in that top four? No, I don't. But I do think if Oklahoma State is 12 and 1, is the Big 12 champ, I think they get in. Um, I think if I think that's possible, I don't think they can get in w- without winning the Big 12. But make no mistake, while, you know, people may not like this, don't shoot the messenger, but this is how it works. There is no way to quote Mike Tomlin talking about uh, being a college coach. Never say never, but never. There will never be a Power 5 conference champion that goes 13-0 and and is left out of the playoffs if there are less than five Power 5 undefeated champs. So, yeah, if Oklahoma runs a the table, they're in. But, Wes, I think if they, lo- if they do not win the Big 12 championship, even at 12-1, and 
I don't think they would get in. That's so fascinating, Brett, because our buddy uh, Matt Hayes, when the three of us would talk college football together, Brett, he said last week on this program to Wes and I, when Wake Forest was beating North Carolina, that had Wake run the table in the ACC, to your point, Brett, they would have gotten in as an undefeated Power 5 champion uh, if that had held. Now, obviously, North Carolina comes back, so there goes that equation. I want to give you another uh, hypothesis, and now you failed on the first one because I asked you to make an argument for Cincinnati, and you gave me the counter argument. Now, I want you to be Mel Tucker, okay? And the end of the year comes, and LSU, maybe there are reports of the Jets already been seen in East Lansing, okay? You make a case for Mel Tucker to say no to LSU and stay at Michigan State. Well, at Michigan State, you're not having to compete with Alabama every year. You're not having to compete with, you know, Ole Miss, Texas A&M every year. Uh, basically, you've got you got to take care of Michigan. You got Ohio State. If you can get what you want at Michigan State, whether that's resources, whether that's financially, um, whatever it is, you know that can be a that can be a a program that can get to the college football playoff. They've already they've already been okay. It was only once, but they have been. Um, look, LSU's one of the best jobs in the country for this simple fact. The last three head coaches there have all won national championships. So the talent they have down there is, you know, you guys just look at the NFL rosters. You guys know this. It's just incredible. I think one thing that's probably would help Michigan, Michigan State's favor is, you know, I don't think Mel Tucker wants to jump around every one or two years. He was at Colorado one year. He's been at Michigan State two years. But on the flip side, if this is one of the elite, elite jobs, you can't just simply say, well, look, I just got here at Michigan State, so I'm not going to take it. You know, if you're dating somebody and she's like, yeah, okay, but then, you know, here's the one, and you're like, yeah, you know, I'd like to, you know, start courting you and date you, but you know what, I've been with this other person for only a, a week, so I can't really do anything. You know, you got to make the move if that's the move you want to make. He'll get similar money at Michigan State if he gets a new deal, maybe not as much. Um, but it basically boils down to personality choice. I think, I think, day five years from now, I don't think Mel Tucker will be at Michigan State. I think he may be in the NFL if wow. he continues to have success at Michigan State. Um, but bottom line is, if if um, Scott Woodward, who has made some incredible hires at Washington at Texas A&M, with hiring of Jimbo Fisher, with hiring of Chris Peterson. He's going to go out and get who he thinks the best person is. And that's not some hotshot coordinator. That is going to be a quality head coach who he thinks can get the Tigers another national title. Ultimately, it'll, it'll be Tucker's uh, decision. And, you know, you can't, can't read into what people think personally, but it, it'll be fascinating to see what happens. There's been reports out there that Tucker is close to agreeing to a deal to stay there. Um, we'll have to see if, if that comes to fruition. Very quickly, all I'd say is I can relate to Brett's dating analogy. I, I guess I'm the Mel Tucker. Of, uh, I'm the Michigan State of dating, <laughs> I think. I was kind of looking. I was looking at the LSU, Brett. I understand that. Well, it's better than being my alma mater to the Indiana <laughs> of dating right now as they trail 17 up in the Rutgers. But, Brett, sticking with the Big Ten and speaking of coaches who are rumored to at least be on their way out, James Franklin, of course, at Penn State, they're up 3 nothing on Michigan but I want to flip it to the Michigan side. 
Jim Harbaugh, 10 and 15 when ranked versus ranked opponents. We know his record, especially on the road against ranked opponents. What do you think it is with Michigan? Do you think it's really the talent issue that the talent is just not there to what Michigan football needs to be? Or it's just a mystery to me that they're so bad against ranked opponents. Yeah, Wes, you're, you're right. And my condolences about your Hoosiers because I love Tom Allen. I covered I covered him when he was a high school coach here in Tampa about 100 years ago. But mm-hmm. uh, I regress. You know, the thing with Michigan is it's funny. If, it, if Jim Harbaugh wasn't the coach, if you just looked at their success as far as win-loss, it, they've actually done pretty well except against ranked opponents and obviously against Ohio state. That's two things you can't do. Um, why is that? That's, that's the million dollar question. I think early in Harbaugh's career at Michigan, he was trying to do things the, the old Schimbeckler way. And he, I don't think he embraced the, the, the spread, the RPO offenses that we see now. I think he's learned very quickly now that that's what you've got to do. And I think that helps, but yeah, I don't what Wes, I don't know the reason. I thought maybe maybe this is the year they finally break through. Maybe this is the year they're competitive with Ohio State. But yeah, if they lose this Penn State game, uh, you know, there's certainly that doesn't look good for them moving forward uh, as far as the college football playoff or against Ohio State. But um, the good news is if Michigan beats Penn State, the committee will still rank them ahead of Penn State. So they may, they may actually rise in the rankings with the loss of Penn State. And a quick touchdown here for Michigan, okay. so they have a 7-3 lead. Brett, really appreciate you taking the time. Come on out to Vegas. Hang out with us anytime you want. He is the best college football insider in the game. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Midseason Football Special is here. For only $99, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com. And the upcoming College Hoops Betting Guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. want to thank Michael Felder and Brett McMurphy who joined us for some great college football conversations in the last hour. Jermaine Wiggins, former Georgia tight end, played 10 years in the NFL, very good NFL tight end as well, is going to join us at the top of the next hour and, of course, won a Super Bowl as well. But I did want to talk to you very quickly. Uh, It looks like Baylor is in the end zone against Oklahoma they are not up at seven. I mentioned that Michigan had just taken the lead seven to three over Penn State. Alabama is starting to do what Alabama should do. They've got a big lead now, I think 35 to three. And Clemson's starting to pull away from UConn 20 to seven. Wisconsin up 21 nothing on Northwestern. Anything jumping out to you so far early on? Yeah, you know, I'll update a couple of these live lines. Oklahoma minus two and a half, 49 and a half, the current total at BetMGM. Tall tied at seven, five minutes left to go. Baylor's actually outgaining Oklahoma. Michigan got in the end zone against Penn State before we went to break. Now Michigan minus four and a half, 38 and a half on the total. Penn State really was dominating yeah. the game. When you look at the yardage here, uh, have been doing it all afternoon. It was 141, and then Michigan gets a big pass play there. Now they have 100 yards, but Michigan finally has the lead here. And then we were talking about Alabama. We had put them on upset alert 10 minutes <laughs> in. They were down 3 nothing. Now a 35 to nothing run. Alabama minus 56 and a half, Woo. 75 and a half on the total. But I guess the score that really kind of jumps out to me is not a team, obviously, it's a playoff contender, but it's the Florida Gators being down at home wow. to Samford. Four and five FCS Samford Bulldogs from Birmingham, Alabama, as Brent pointed out. 28 to 21 Samford. The Gators only nine and a half at BetMGM right now. 93 and a half on the total. Boy, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Dan Mullen's going to make it down there in Gainesville. I, I think I, you, you had national commentators, prominent national commentators saying, hey, I don't agree. I think this team has quit. And maybe they have quit because, you know, you saw the pieces written about them that they're kind of a ragtag bunch, shirts tucked out and, and warm ups, kind of going through the motions mm. and it, it was after that Georgia Florida game where Georgia yeah. just kind of smacked them around at the cocktail party in Jacksonville. And there was such a discrepancy. You could see it on the field with those two programs. I remember when we were in here, it was 10 nothing. It was like, this game's over. Yeah. 
they they might only need 10 points. They don't need to score again because Florida's not going to do anything against this team, and they didn't. And the surprising thing for me, because the other game we watched right here together uh, early in the year is when Florida played Alabama. And the big second half, they had almost mm-hmm. pulled off that upset down there in the swamp against Alabama. And to see them fall from that point to losing right now right. to Sam Ford at home. I mean, and again, as Brett McMurphy pointed out, like, kudos to Sanford. They didn't look ahead to the Citadel. I mean, that, Absolutely. Like, that's the joke is now Florida's the joke. One game at a time. One game at a time. Let's see if that holds. But right now, that's bad news for Dan Mullen. To your point, I wonder if he gets on the bus if this goes south. And we kid, but remember Lane Kiffin was actually left in the tarmac years ago at USC. This has been done before when coaches uh, and their teams and their schools have had enough. C.J. Stroud with Ohio State, we understand when we look at the Heisman Trophy that right now there are quarterbacks that can make a late push because of the schedule, right? And it feels like today against Purdue, a team that they should be able to put up offensive numbers against, that's why they're a big 29-point uh, favorite in that game, right now plus 400 to win the Heisman. Look at the numbers, they're very good, 25-5. and five. It, it's, it is, it's odd, and it does get back to something Brett McMurphy mentioned about eye test when he was talking about Cincinnati. When you watch C.J. Stroud individually, does he scream Heisman Trophy winner to you? He didn't last week against Nebraska, even though he had 400 yards, because he looked a little he looked a little bit off, and that's the thing with C.J. Stroud. Why I haven't really looked at him in terms of Heisman candidacy, even though he's four to one, and he's just you know lowering gradually as we go week by week, simply because look, Ohio State's going to be right in that playoff mix, mm-hmm. you would think, unless they stub their toe here late. And he puts up good numbers, but it's like he's got weapons for days. You didn't have Garrett Wilson last week in Nebraska, and it was that Smith and Jigba who had almost to like 240 yards receiving last week. So it's like that's what voters are going to see. They're like, oh, man, Ohio State's just got five-star guys out the wazoo. They're down a receiver. They're down a couple running backs. So what? Right. The third and fourth teamer is like a five-star guy in waiting. So that's why I think C.J. Stroud doesn't get the credit. And – He's been a little, you know, I, I think he's obviously been good. You look at his numbers, 25 touchdowns, five interceptions, but he kind of, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it, it's leaving you wanting something yeah. more. And I, I, mm-hmm. that's why I think that I'm not wanting to really bet CJ Stroud at four to one. I don't want to call it dead money because sometimes the Heisman trophy award can be a bit of a battle of attrition if you will, where it's like, okay, everybody loses, and then there's like a last man standing here, mm-hmm. and maybe it's C.J. Stroud, but, you know, I, I just don't see it. I think, you know, uh, they're going to look at, like, the buzz candidate, and we may get to him later, that being uh, Caleb Williams, yeah. who right now they are tied 7-7, seven to seven, just two minutes left to go in the first half down in Waco, but obviously Caleb Williams at Oklahoma has given a, you know, kind of a, a jolt really to that team's hopes and, and really I think made them, uh, there was a team that was looking like it was going down. Like they were just trending oh, downward. They're, they're going down. Yeah. And, gonna... and he saved them and it's yeah. turned a little bit of the momentum. And that's why you see him now at only plus seven fifty when he wasn't even on the board, obviously when Spencer Rattler was starting and then he kind of gradually got cut. But for Stroud, the numbers look great, but I don't know if the numbers are really enough. I think it's a great point, though, because, again, <clears throat> when you look at the Oklahoma situation and the Heisman, we, we talk about it each and every year, you have to have that Heisman moment, right? Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud still has the opportunity to have it to the point that when, when Wes and I have watched him individually here on Saturday's Betting Across America, he hasn't looked like it. He hasn't really right. stood out yet. It's But the, the good news for him 
And if you take this ticket at plus 400, if you got it earlier in the year, he still has the opportunity to yeah, do that. Yeah, and that's a very good point because, of course, they'll have Michigan State in a big game. You would assume would be prime time or at least in a featured window next week. Then, of course, you've got the big game against Michigan. Right. So And then the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why he is at 4-1 to one here. And because that's obviously accounted for, it's not necessarily that there's value out there that that hasn't been considered. That is absolutely accounted for mm-hmm. that he has these big games remaining, and that's why you see him at four to one. So Matt Corral, conversely, here is plus four fifty still, and again the numbers are good; they're similar to Stroud's here. But when I talk about that Heisman moment, and again you and I mentioned it weeks ago on that day when they played Alabama, I thought this is it. Here's your Johnny Manziel moment. Mm-hmm. Here's your opportunity. To at least, if not beat Alabama, right? But to put up massive numbers, that didn't happen, right? He was good. He was good. But again, you're looking for a Heisman Trophy winner. You're looking for somebody to captivate you. And you go, all right, we talked about the opportunity with C.J. Stroud. Does Matt Corral still have an opportunity for you at plus 450 to say, all right, wow me, kid. I think he's kind of like dead on the board for for a money standpoint, and that's really not his fault. Right. A lot of it is the fact that his receiving core has been very banged up. His offensive line has been banged up, so he's had to do a lot more freelance in keeping plays alive and running the ball, and certainly he's putting up great numbers. But you, we saw like Matt Corral, I think a few weeks ago, he's like two, plus 250, plus 275. He's now going up to plus 450. And I mentioned they didn't really want to put him that much up the board because he was the buzz candidate preseason. When he was 25-ish to one, that's when you saw a lot of the bets come on Matt Corral. So it's like, well, we don't want much more exposure on this guy. So it's not like we want to leave a cookie out there for the betters and just say, okay, keep betting into us because they know that the numbers this team puts up and they know that more than likely you would think this is going to end up a 10-win team at least at some point, and perhaps getting a New Year's Six Bowl, but they're obviously not going to the playoff. That's now taken into consideration. And I just think that Matt Corral, even though his numbers are great, they could have been greater if he would have had a healthy receiver, receiving core, mm-hmm. healthy offensive line. So I do think Corral, even at plus 450, is dead money on the board. I'm, I'm with you there. And again, when you just saw what they've done this year as a team collectively, right? The two losses that you saw against Auburn and against Alabama, those are big spots against what we believe to be good defenses, certainly in the SEC, if not across the country. And they got another opportunity today, maybe the last one for Matt Corral against Texas A&M. Yeah. Which is arguably the second best defense in the SEC. Yeah, I think his ceiling is probably getting invited uh, to New York for the ceremony, but maybe not walking away with the hardware. Uh, Let's go back to Gainesville, Florida. Sanford, a 96-yard kickoff return. They now lead 35-28 to over the Gators. Gators minus 10.5. Total at BetMGM. 105 and a half. Wow. I would just, look, Dan Mullen, I, I look, I don't root. We don't root for or against. Any, I would just say this. You better figure out a way to win this game. He's you, got you a better he, figure out a way well, to win this well, game. Well, uh, the LinkedIn profile at least has been logged into <laughs> for Dan <laughs> Mullen. Oh, boy. That's going to be a dicey situation. We'll keep a watchful eye on that. We have some games in the Big Ten today that could really sway your opinion as to whether you want to buy a ticket on that team to win the conference championship. We'll play one of our favorite games, buy, sell, or hold when you come back with us. Oh, boy, they're holding in Sanford right now. Uh, Yeah, they have a seven-point lead over the Gators. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With college basketball starting this week, now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide has everything you need to bet on all the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every single team. Our team of experts includes Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray. They provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference championships, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe back here betting across america dave ross alongside wes reynolds things are not going well for wes's alma mater as Rutgers has a 17 nothing lead about 16 seconds to go before the half and yes to your point wes your alma mater tom allen look brett mcmurphy said it like great guy he's done a good job with the program very quickly what do you think did go wrong this year for IU football? Uh, injuries, I think, obviously. And then the schedule, obviously, was much harder yes. to open at Iowa. Then you get Cincinnati, even though we kind of, in the last segment, poo-pooed their playoff hopes. Mm-hmm. But still, they could be an undefeated team that's getting in a big New Year's Six Bowl game and likely could finish top five uh, in the rankings at the end of the season. But I just think, look, when you're in Indiana and you're a building program, that goes for other programs as well. Yeah, When you're building and you're kind of in that second level trying to work your way up the pecking order in these Power Five conferences, it's depth. Yeah, And you don't have the depth that a team like, number one, you're in the Big Ten East, and that's, uh, by the way, a really tough division with all these teams in the top ten with Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan State, plus Penn State is still at least very good, even though they're not that caliber this year. So you're in the Big Ten East, so I named four programs, and it's like, at best, you're fifth. Mm. And look, Maryland and Rutgers are trying to improve, and they're starting to recruit better. And I think Indiana is recruiting better. They just don't have the depth, really, at this standpoint. And that's why I think you see them continue to struggle as they're trying to get points on the board here. Rutgers up 17 enough, and Rutgers minus 10 and a half, 37 and a half. Indiana going to have to settle for three points here with six seconds left. They've already missed one field goal today. I could see somewhere down the road, A.D. West Reynolds, Indiana University. That'd be a very interesting job for you. You think you'd like that? What's that? To be the A.D. at, at Indiana, your alma mater? Yeah, I would, but I don't think that they'll ever do that because they, <laughs> they got a problem with people that like to bet on stuff. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that might and, not go And I actually well. did work in the athletic department years ago when I, when I wasn't doing betting stuff. So, uh, <laughs> But I, I haven't received the call yet. The search firm hasn't reached out to me for Indiana A.D. job. Uh, speaking of the Big Ten, uh, right now Penn State trying to get on the board. Uh, they have not scored a touchdown. It is 7-3 right now. Michigan about a minute to go, though, but Penn State is driving. So first-half backers there, a sweat is on right now. If Penn State could get a touchdown, the leapfrog ahead. Let's stay in the conference as we play one of our favorite games, buy, sell, or hold here, betting across America. And let's look to the Big Ten because, obviously, Ohio State today, they've got a big one against Purdue. And right now, they're minus 300 to go ahead and win this conference. The interesting name here is Wisconsin, right? And right now, they're putting a number up on Northwestern. They look good. Plus 600 to win this. And the reason why is obviously when you look at the conference alignment here and you assume, you know what happens, we just, you assume, but we assume that Wisconsin is going to represent uh, half of this conference in the Big Ten title game. And the other half, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Ohio State? Is it going to be Michigan? Is it going to be Michigan State? So I think when you look at some of those odds, you see them reflected thusly that Michigan still has to play Ohio State here uh, before you even get to potentially uh, the, the, the uh, Big Ten. Uh, championship game. So would you start with Wisconsin, buy, sell, or hold at plus 600? 
Yeah, uh, I think you probably, if if you think Ohio State is vulnerable, that would be probably the team to buy because, like you said, they have the best chance to represent the West. It's not guaranteed, but you had a four-way tie going into the today with the four and two teams in the West, Wisconsin being one of them, tied with Minnesota, mm. tied with Purdue, and tied with Iowa. Wisconsin has already beaten Iowa. Wisconsin has also already beaten Purdue, and then they'll have, I believe it's uh, Paul Bunyan's axe the last week of the season, Wisconsin and Minnesota on Saturday, November 27th. Now, Wisconsin up 21 to nothing, by the way, over the Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, so for the second half, Wisconsin minus 12 and a half at BetMGM, second half total 18, by the way. And then Wisconsin gets a Nebraska team that now knows that they're not going to make a bowl game, even though Scott Frost brought back on a restructured contract by Trev Alberts there in Lincoln. But still, that's a Nebraska team that their season, for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. is over. And then Wisconsin would have to go to Minneapolis to beat Minnesota. Minnesota is actually my pick to win the Big Ten West earlier this year. And they, of course, have a showdown with Iowa today. Uh, they're playing for the bronze pig, Dave, the uh, Floyd of Rosedale trophy. The bronze trophy. pig. It's, it's so Midwestern. It's so Big Ten. We've got trophy games for everything. I know. That- I'm not like it. I just don't know what I'm going to do with a bronze pig yeah. if I win it. Yeah, don't ask me to explain. I'd have to go into a whole deal of how it became <laughs> the bronze pig became the trophy for that Minnesota-Iowa game that'll take place later this afternoon. But yeah, I think Wisconsin is probably the team you almost by nature, if you want to take a stand against the favorite, that being Ohio State, they would probably be the team you would have to buy because at least they're going to be in the Big Ten championship game if they handle business. And um, you mentioned Minnesota. They, they were your pre-flop pick here. Now they are 25-1. to 1. Uh, because obviously being tied right now uh, with Wisconsin to come out of the West. Are they dead on a what rival here, or are they a possible buy if you want to take the long number? Now, they're getting Minnesota is getting Wisconsin at home for that Paul Bunyan's axe that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now, they got to take care of business. Minnesota, I think, is down there, too, because they have had two really bad losses at home. Granted, this was not a conference game. But remember when they were 30-point favorites against Bowling Green and they lost at home. Mm. Last week, they only scored six points against Illinois. So when you're Minnesota, you have had so many bad losses and people are just going to really doubt you going forward. And that's why I think that probably 25-1 to is priced too high because if you look at Minnesota, they do have to go to Iowa today. Iowa is going to go with a, a new quarterback. Looks like Alex Padilla, Spencer Petras, the regular quarterback, was injured last week. And Alex Padilla... Didn't put up great numbers, no. but they at least moved the football, I think, with him. Maybe he gave them a jolt of energy in that offense. Now, how will he do in his first game ever as a starter in what's kind of a high-pressure rivalry game, 7-2 and two against 6-3? and three. But then if Minnesota wins at Iowa, then they have Indiana. Obviously, Indiana looks pretty DOA today, being <laughs> down 17-3 to three at the half, even though Section 19, the entire shirtless section up there at the top of Memorial Stadium, has something to cheer about, at oh. least points on the board. Uh, Maybe maybe it was a Sigma Nu pledge class. I don't know. Is that, that like a, is that a deal every home game? They they no. I've never noticed it. I think people are just bored watching this product and have to amuse themselves. So they they uh, want to freeze. Not that, not not that I've ever had that problem in my time as a student <laughs> in Indiana. Usually, to entertain yourself, you just left the stadium and right. stayed out in the parking lot and drank beer or shots <laughs> or whatever like else. A, a safer way to go. But anyway, I, I digress. Back to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota has the two road games at Iowa and at Indiana. If they get through that, then it's all for the marbles against Wisconsin here. Sure. It Because, look, you have Purdue that still has to play Ohio State today. You have uh, uh, Iowa, who has lost a couple games in a row, now has a new quarterback. So 
That would set up a showdown for that spot in Indianapolis with Wisconsin and Minnesota if both these teams can hold serve. All right, let's see if that how that's going to play out there for 25-1 to 1 right now. I, I did mention a possible first-half sweat if you bet the Michigan-Penn State game. Well, Michigan got a big sack to make a fourth and 19 for Penn State. They attempted a 52-yard field goal. Now, again, depending on what price you got for first half here, this was very much in play. Field goal sneaks in through the upright, barely. So right now, with about 15 seconds to go, and I'm assuming Michigan will run out this clock. Again, you don't always want to assume here, but it looks like they're going to go to the half with a 7-6 to six lead, Wes. Could be a bad beat if you're a Wolverine first-half backer. Yeah, because it closed, I believe, one in some places. Now it did close uh, half point at BetMGM. Ah. So you're one to the good right now with uh, nine seconds left to go. Penn State, I believe, has two timeouts. Michigan has a third and seven, like, inside their own 30. So Michigan's just trying to get to the locker room here. Just don't do something stupid and turn it over. If Penn State gets a timeout off, then basically they're going to have a punt return to try to get it, and there's your first down for Michigan. And now Michigan can go to the locker room up seven to six in state college. I will get a a second half number for you there soon. I I did want to mention Oklahoma against Baylor. That, That game has gone to the half. Tied up at seven. Very mm-hmm. low-scoring first half. Would you think about hopping in second half for some points to finally come on the board yeah, there? Yeah, I would lean that way. Uh, it is 30-and-a-half at BetMGM. I'm probably going to stay out of it. By the way, Oklahoma minus two-and-a-half for the second half. I don't know if I'm going to take that bait. I wasn't sure about this game anyway. Yeah. And nothing really in the first half has made me sure. <laughs> Baylor's actually been a little bit of the better team here, and they did get the money all the way down to four from six earlier in the week. And meanwhile, the most shocking score of the day, Samford 42 to 28 oh now over Florida, He's 309 left to go in the second quarter. And uh, let me see if we have a live price up. We do. Florida Gators minus three and a half at BetMGM right now live. 108 and a half on the total for this one. By the way, the total for Samford and Florida was 68 and a half at BetMGM. We already have 70 points and counting here in the second quarter. You know, you never want to call for somebody's job, right? Because, well, everybody likes to be employed, yeah. right? But this can't stand. I mean, this cannot stand with that fan Dan base. Mullen is going to have to go to vsinsponsorindeed.com or LinkedIn or something because oh, uh, I don't know. He may get the Ziggy after this game if he doesn't beat Sanford. When we come back, we're going to go to the ACC and uh, break down some of these games and see if Wes likes any of them on the board today. Come on back. It's VSIN, the sports betting now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on college football. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any college football team. And if your team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first bet. Enjoy college football like never before. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets. If your college football team you bet on scores a touchdown, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here. It is betting across America right here on VEASAN. They have gone to the half at Alabama. We gave you the upset alert. It was 3-0 New Mexico State. It is now 49-3 Alabama at the half. Nick Saban, exhale. Mm-hmm. Right, that was ten minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, they they then in the next twenty minutes put up forty nine points. Are you feeling better if you laid the fifty and a half? Yeah, I think you certainly are because the in game at BetMGM right now would be sixty six and a half. Ooh. By the way, so Alabama essentially a twenty and a half point favorite. If if I get involved, which I may, I've got about fifteen minutes here. I may look the under here because I think maybe. Take the air to the Let ball. off the gas here. I don't think if you beat this team by 60 or 65, it's really going to matter. You're not going to move up. You know what you have to do if you're Alabama. You don't want to get – you want all hands on deck for the next two weeks when you've got Arkansas and Auburn back-to-back before you can get into that SEC championship game where inevitably you're going to take on Georgia down in Atlanta. So don't mess around. Get in and get out. So I would maybe be looking under because the total, I believe, is adjusted to 80 and a half. So 28 and a half for the second half would be the under if you were looking that way. So uh, that is the current price, at least on that game. And then uh, I know we're going to get into some ACC action, Mm -hmm. by the way, here. Before we do that, let me give you a Michigan-Penn State second half. Michigan now minus one and a half at BetMGM, 23 for the second half total. So adjusted number of 36. Two ACC or three ACC teams already in play. Clemson, by the way, now up 29 to 7. They did get a uh, score right before the half, so extra point going to be pending. UConn's getting dominant. UConn has 42 total yards. 
they have 90 passing yards and minus 48 rushing yards because of all the sacks. So Clemson dominating this game right now, 30 to seven. We'll get a halftime price when we can. Louisville, by the way, 35 to three on Lamar Jackson retirement jersey, Jersey retirement day. So a much happier day in Louisville for Lamar Jackson than it was on uh, Thursday in Miami for the Baltimore Ravens. So 35, three Louisville, Louisville pick second half minus a dollar 20 at BetMGM. Uh, All I'm going to say is this is why I mentioned in the first hour, why I thought it was dirty pool of Dabo Sweeney to run a fake field goal to get a touchdown early against UConn. It's UConn. You can't do the trickery against the schools that you're supposed to hammer that they are now currently hammering. That's my stance. So if you you were down and look, you were down seven nothing if you were laying forty one or forty and a half, whatever Woo. you got at the close with Clemson, and now it's thirty to seven because UConn. Those seven points, by the way, were on the opening kickoff from ninety six yards out, but ever since nothing for the Huskies. All right, Sanford right now still leading forward in the shocker of the day, forty two thirty five at the half. The fact that. We'll figure out how this plays out in the second half. That Florida gave up 42 points at halftime mm-hmm. at home to Samford. Florida, by the way, if I read this accurately at BetMGM, the in-game line is Florida minus 6.5. 108.5 is the current total, so I believe that would make Florida like minus 13.5 for the second half. But Samford, 42-35, to 35, game has already gone over the total of 69. Absolutely incredible. We will keep an eye on what goes on there because um, certainly that would have ramifications if Samford is able to pull off this upset. Let's talk about Miami and Florida State. Going to kick off here, local time uh, in Las Vegas. It's about 12.30 here. Florida State's been, you know, early on, I go back to week one uh, against Notre Dame. I was on the Notre Dame side, and I remember watching that first drive thinking, oh, my goodness, Florida State's going to be awful, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go to overtime. Kenzie Milton has this miraculous comeback in the second. And then Florida State just kind of, boy, their season just goes south the next week against Jacksonville State. And really, they've been trying to find some footing here. Miami feels like they found it a little bit. It is a rivalry game here, right? We, we feel like the U is clearly better than Florida State at this juncture. But are they... Only laying two, I say only laying two and a half. It feels like a trappy spot for me. It does, and that's why I stayed away. I would actually be on Florida State, if anything. Uh, Miami's got some injuries, too, and they've been able to play through them. They didn't cover against Georgia Tech last week, but did get the did get the win because they had been underdogs in recent weeks, and then all of a sudden you switch that to a role reversal as a favorite, and a lot of times teams can't do that. So mm. that's part of what I use for my handicapping. Also, Miami is very banged up. They got a lot of guys out there playing a lot of freshmen on this too deep. Now, they have stepped up and kind of gotten some of the buzzards away from Manny Diaz yes. a little bit because they were wanting to force him out. Now, I don't think they're completely happy, but at least have calmed him down five and four. Miami looking like they're at least getting to a bowl game, whereas Florida State's pretty much got to win out at three and six. Uh, I feel they've been better, even though he's not as good of a passer. I feel they've been better offensively with Jordan Travis. They had Milton out there last week, couldn't get it done against NC State. Look, Milton's a wonderful story with that injury that he had at UCF that forced him to miss basically two years of football. Amazing story. And and it was a great comeback, but, you know, it's almost a little bit Alex Smithy. Yeah. Like when he came back and played for the Washington football team and they showed his wife and his kids all masked up, socially distanced in the stands like the – Hands over the face like, oh, my God, oh, my God, is he going to get hit here because he had had so many surgeries. So that's sometimes what you see a little bit with McKenzie Milton playing. Still a better passer than Travis, but Travis, obviously, the better runner, still developing as a passer. 
If a three pops here, I might be interested in Florida State. But to your point, this seems like too good to be true. It's like, okay, Miami's finally figured it out. You know, they've got this kid, Tyler Van Dyke, Mm -hmm. who has been running this offense, who's a better fit for Rhett Lashley, the offensive coordinator's offense, that he wants to run in Miami, where he kind of brought a little spread, a little bit of air raid that they ran with Sonny Dykes at SMU when Lashley was the offensive coordinator down there in Dallas. So... You look, and it's like, wow, Miami, this should be easy pickings. But uh, I think it was NC State that was laying about the same number, who I think is a better team than Miami, even though Miami did beat them. And that's what kind of started their turnaround for the season. But if I could get three here, I might be interested in the Seminoles. But I I haven't had a lot of success, and neither have a lot of betters when you back the Florida State Seminoles the last few years. All I'll say is I'm on a group text with uh, Brian McFadden, of course, two-time Super Bowl champion of the Steelers, who played at Florida State, and Danny Graves, the all-time saves leader of the Cincinnati Reds, who went to the U to Miami. And when he put out a little wager on our group text, uh, Brian's response was that BMAC's phone is currently out of service. So we'll see <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Uh, Notre Dame is going to take on Virginia today in Charlottesville, and this line has moved up precipitously in favor of Notre Dame. So when you look at this game here, and they're expecting a lot of points as well, potentially, in this matchup here, are you concerned? We know there's quarterback issues here for Virginia. Yeah. Is that the main reason why you're seeing this That's line That's why take off? I think so. Brennan Armstrong, I believe, I'm not sure if he's been confirmed as out, but apparently he's being bet as such because he right. was questionable with that rib injury here. And look, Virginia kind of still one of those teams in the mix to maybe make an ACC championship game depending on how this shakes out, because they're only a game behind Pitt, who got a win on Thursday night over North Carolina. We had got taken to overtime. Pitt was leading the whole game. And then when North Carolina had the ball in the overtime, boy, did the clouds open up in Pittsburgh. It was a monsoon. It was like, there's no way they're scoring here. And they did not. But Virginia, this is not a conference game, by the way. Mm. Uh, so it won't count against them in the standings if they lose here, even though Notre Dame's kind of one of those half members Pseudo of the ACC. ACC yeah. yeah, like kind of, but not really. <laughs> but, you, you know, that's why this is moving. It's now I'm seeing eight at BetMGM. So probably this is Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback, being ruled out. So that would change my mind a little bit. Maybe a small lean to the under, even though Virginia's offense has been really explosive. But Bronco Mendenhall's guys haven't been able to stop anybody. About a minute to go here before we are uh, going to have Jermaine Wiggins join us at the top of the next hour. I did want to get your thoughts very quickly and don't turn your back on the Wolfpack NC State. I know you kind of like them today against Wake Forest. Wake Forest, that heartbreaker in Chapel Hill mm-hmm. uh, a week ago. Is, is that the reason maybe that hangover effect could be real? Yeah, I think that's part and parcel of it. And by the way, NC State 4-1 and one in the ACC. Wake Forest, despite the loss last week, wasn't a conference game, so they are still 5-0. and oh. So theoretically, they still control their own destiny in that Atlantic division to make Charlotte for that ACC title game. But I do like NC State here. I think there is a little hangover for Wake Forest, that defense. I'm getting the dog with the better defense, Mm -hmm. which is I always like that situation. NC State actually is the better team statistically when you look at the yards per play margin, when you look at the yards per game margin. They've played a tougher schedule. So I'll be on the Wolfpack here taking two and a half. You know, it's just it's blowing my mind that North Carolina and Wake Forest was not a conference game. Like, yeah. I get it with with the divisions now, and you can't play the – that's a conference game, people. I mean, there's, there's, you're in the same conference. When we come back, Jermaine Wiggins is going to join us, former Super Bowl champion, of course, former Georgia Bulldog tight end. Talk all about his dogs when you come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.